How are your choppers, Dennis? My outside bones, they're all right. They're not outside. What are you talking about? They're not outside. They are outside. They're not outside. They're the only bones of yours that ever see air under normal circumstances. They're still not outside. That's like saying something... Oh, okay, now I'm thinking about it. What about if something's on the porch? Is it outside? I guess it is outside if it's on the porch. But it's not a porch. It can be fully enclosed. It's like one of those sunrooms that you can... You can... Like an entire wall can be closed and it can be inside. Yeah, but it's open incredibly frequently. Are mouths more often open or closed? Open, surely. Sleeping. Depends right? how, it, it depends how you sleep. Yeah. It depends if you sleep with a with a gag. <laughs> some, people sleep with you... some people sleep with their mouth closed. I can tell you who doesn't. <laughs> Me? No, it's Megan Simpson. It's the, the person with whom I most I most frequently share a bed. Holy moly, she snores like a like a chainsaw. I was we were we were going to Germany in, in a couple of weeks, and I was like, oh, "Are you sure you want to share a room?" I snore, and you're like, "I've been training for this moment. Don't worry yeah. about it." My, yeah, you've got a high bar to clear, my friend. You got a you got a high bar to clear. No, but how are they? How are you? How are your mouth rocks? Uh, pretty good. Never needed braces. I needed a filling or two. I've never mm-hmm. had any like root canal. I don't. Mm-hmm. I've never had my wisdom teeth out. Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good considering I'm not amazing at taking care of them. Like I brush my teeth. It's not get crazy, but I don't really floss as much as I should and all that stuff. Uh, and the, the, I've, I think I've said this on the show before, but the, the dentist who scared me into flossing way more than I would otherwise oh, yeah. said, and this line has haunted me. He said, "Oh no, you know you don't actually have to floss. You don't have to floss all your teeth." And I was like, "Oh, interesting. Here we go. A dentist telling me I don't have to floss all my teeth. That's great. I'm going to take this one when I when I'm feeling guilty about not doing it." And he goes, "Yeah, no, just 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 floss the ones that you want to keep." Mm-hmm. And that ruined me. Anyway, I went to the dentist, and I can I. You're going to find this silly. I was actually thinking I don't want to talk about this on the show because I am actually ashamed for some reason, and I don't know why. I think it's okay. because I used to be so proud of my my mouth. <laughs> That's very weird. Why wouldn't to you say there. teeth? Why wouldn't that'll you say be, teeth? That'll be a great little thing to Sound clip out of that show for when you ever run for president. Yeah, exactly. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Prime Ministerial candidate Riley Knight is known to have said he is proud of his mouth. Um, yeah, anyway, it's um, it's, it's interspersed with shots of you just shaking hands outside of school or whatever. Yeah, I never had, I never needed a feeling ever. I've never, never, ever needed a feeling, right? And I, I wouldn't say that I've gone above and beyond with taking my choppers, but I have, you know, I've brushed them. I've done a good job. I had braces. I did have my wisdom teeth out. Um, but I didn't go to the dentist for five years and. Now, that's a long having, time. Now, yeah, is that, hang on. I have I have been to the dentist probably in two and a half years now, which is too long. But it's probably that's mostly because of the pandemic. Yeah, well, it was. I, I would. I'd love to use the pandemic as an excuse, but it was mainly I. I just forgot to go, and they. What are you talking any, about? They hound me. Well, no, because I moved. So, so I was living in Germany, right? Mm-hmm. And I went to the dentist. I had a dentist in Germany. I went there like reasonably regularly, um, like as a reasonably regularly, like once every year, right? And then when I moved to the UK, I just didn't get a new dentist. So they, there was no one to hassle me. Ah, yes. Right? And then I didn't have any problems with my mouth. I didn't have any toothaches or any issues with anything. So I never went to the dentist. And then I came back. Um, the reason we went is because Megan, her, um, she's got retained like a like a little wires behind her teeth. Like I do too. I have to get braces. Sometimes I get put in and one of them popped out. So we need to find a dentist who could fix it. We found one. They are incredible. They are absolutely incredible. Dental Envy. Um, in Alexandra Headlands in the Sunshine Coast. Not, they're not paying us a cent, but I cannot recommend these two high enough. It's a family-owned business. They, they are... If you, and I recommend them very, very... Um, 
very strongly for anyone who is afraid of going to the dentist because they will make you oh. feel so comfortable. I'm not, I'm not afraid of it. I don't love it. Like I'm not going, oh, yes, I can't wait for someone to come pick my pick at my teeth with a metal claw. You've um, seen Little Shop of Horrors, have you? No. There's a character in Little Shop of Horrors who's a dentist who is yeah. um, who's a sadist. Um, and he's like, it's the right. perfect job. It's the greatest career ever. And Bill Murray's in it, and he comes in as 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 the you know the foil to that as a masochist, and is like, mm. "Oh come on, any feelings? There's much, much of something you can do." And he's like, "Stop coming in here. It's not fun. Go away." Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would, it would definitely ruin it. Well, I tell you what, um, Bill Murray would have a terrible time at I was about our, to say, at too our kind. dentist. Incredible, just amazing, right? Anyway, so um, uh, now Riley, I'm on the Dental Envy website here, right? And there are two founders of principal dentists. Did you have Rahel, Rahele, or Vernon? I think it's Rahele, yeah, and and Vernon, yeah. Vernon, Vernon was the one who looked after me. But Very we, good. so we went there, making got a thing fixed, and they were just so lovely. And like, I've met a dentist for that long, right? And I, I, I need to, I need to go because I have been having a little bit of tooth pain when I was, especially when I was drinking like cold drinks. Anyway, Vernon has a poke around in there. He finds three holes. And I was actually ashamed when he was like, you need fillings. Because I think like as a kid, when other kids got fillings, I like, I judged them for it. I was like, oh, someone doesn't take care of their teeth. You know what I mean? And now uh-huh. I'm the one getting fillings and oh my goodness, it's very unpleasant. <laughs> it's Riley, not a fun thing having fillings done. Brief aside, because I do want to talk about your fillings. In his photo on the website, Dr. Vernon has a pretty mighty Fred Durst style goatee. Does he really? Did, well, he's, did got, he he's ha- gotten rid of that. Let me send you a photo of Dr. Vernon. And I'm sorry for, I mean, yeah. look, I feel bad for shaming the guy for his good team. We're giving a lot of free press at dental. Oh yeah. No, he's got, he's got a real, uh, he's, he's got a real Shannon Knoll little, uh, yeah, suit what catcher is this? There. no, no, no. He's gotten, he's gotten rid of that. And I think as a wise decision too, he's a good looking fella, but I don't think that soup catcher was doing him any favors. No, that's awful. So you got, yeah. this is the first time you've ever had a filling. Uh, first time I've ever had a filling. And you had three so, of them at once. Dennis, no, no, no. I'm getting, I'm going again tomorrow to get another one. I don't exactly. know when the third one's happening. Um, can I tell you, I don't care for it. Yeah, I didn't love it either. I don't really see the appeal. I know you, you get used to it, but right now it feels like, you know when you eat chips and then you need to pick yeah. the little bits of chips that get stuck in the crowns of your molars afterwards? It feels yeah, like I've just got one of them all the time and it's awful. Oh, that that doesn't go away. Oh, great. Thank you. The rest <laughs> of my life, I've got to look forward to this. That terrifies me always is, uh, and that's uh, like, that terrifies me about any injury I ever get or any like procedure I have to have. I'm like, Am I going to have to have this forever? And what I yeah. forget is you basically get used to just about anything in reality. Yeah, it's true. I mean, I'm sure within a week I won't even notice it. But right now, oh, my goodness, it is, it, it's It's really not sitting well with me. And I like I don't like the thought of having to – I'm going to go tomorrow and get my body modified permanently again. So, yeah, I'm you, feeling you very comfortable about it. Oh, I'm part concrete, part human. So, <laughs> I don't know, whatever that makes <laughs> concrete. me. Concrete. <laughs> I've um yeah, I've had a couple pieces of dental work. Uh, the mm. dental history that's more interesting between the two in my household is Nikki's. Uh, Nikki had her wisdom oh, okay. teeth out recently, and we had to go, I had to go pick her up. My dad had to go pick her up actually because um, I couldn't drive at the time. Um, mm. And we went and she I don't know how they let people out into the wild like that. I know they say someone has to let you come pick you up, and we did. But even letting her out down the steps outside was too. She was gone. Oh yeah, I was like that too. It was one of the worst experiences of my entire life getting my wisdom teeth out. It was awful. I remember hearing something horrifying, which is that that you don't, they don't knock you out. They give you like ether, which just means you don't remember. Oh, don't tell me that. Rather dude. than being, isn't that horrifying? Don't tell me that. So it's it's like I had to go through. It's like that TV show where the guy goes down underground and like his severance. He's, yeah, yeah. Good show, it's would just, like, oh mate, I I don't want to think there's another version of Riley who actually knows what it was like to have his teeth ripped out of his head. Yeah. 
Oh, I remember yeah. talking to Nikki about this. We're watching Severance. We're watching talking about the implications of like what the happened. What happened for, for those of you who don't know, Severance is a show where like you have a work version of yourself, and when you go to work, that version of you knows nothing, doesn't remember anything about the outside world, and vice versa. So you basically blink in the elevator, and you come, and it's five p.m. And I was like, but would you sever yourself for a dental procedure? Would you sever yourself for surgery? All this kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, if you broke your leg, would you sever yourself for four weeks? You know. I'll just I, skip well, all the. Um, now, now it's just a plot of click, I guess. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't have done. I tell you this. I wouldn't have done it. For, this, it wasn't that bad, but I didn't. I didn't enjoy it. I have to say, I didn't enjoy getting the feeling. It wasn't fun. I'm not looking forward to tomorrow. But more than anything else, I mean, this this sense of like shame I'm feeling because that is strange. When, when kids at school had their had feelings, I would I would I was quite proud of my. You would mercilessly record. mock them, yeah. And I haven't. I can I tell you something? I haven't told my parents that I've got like when I spoke to mum earlier in the week she's like oh hey going I didn't mention that I was going to the dentist because I was actually ashamed to tell her I felt like I'd failed so I feel like you're some sort of dental supervillain now because you're very proud of your teeth it's very important to you that your teeth are perfect oh, Dennis, when someone wrongs teeth, you I'm proud I'm Dennis I'm proud of my whole mouth <laughs> when someone wrongs you you yell at them until their teeth fall out alright are okay, you like keep are back. you like Toothatron I don't understand Toothatron yeah that's it you've uncovered you unmasked me finally yeah I'm enamel man um, yeah I don't I don't understand this angle for you but why would you be ashamed it's normal right it's just a part of getting old I guess that's no comfort, is it? Oh, that's not. That doesn't. That makes me not doesn't make me feel even one one little bit better, Dennis. Thank you for that. But yeah, I don't know. Time. I guess I, I've always had. I've always pretty good luck with my teeth. I mean, I needed braces. That was all. My my teeth look like a fence built by a drunk person, and then the, the braces sorted them out. Thanks, oh, so mum, dad, for the six thousand dollar smile. You've a two. You've, you, you. Oh, that's tool assisted. You've a tool assisted mouth. That's less impressive. Yeah, sorry. tool assisted. Tool assisted. Any percent beautiful smile. That's me. Yeah, that's less um, impressive. Sorry. But um, yeah, Nikki. No, it's. Gone. Uh, Nikki has a, I was going to say a tooth habit, but it's more a piece of tooth history that is deeply upsetting to me. A tooth habit? I was going to say, I, I was going to say, on a pack a day? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so, sidebar, you know those um, AI things that generate images? Yeah. Uh, I saw someone make one. And the best thing you can do on those is if you have a modifier. So, like, trail cam footage of is a very strong yes. modifier. Yeah, yeah, CCTV yeah, yeah. footage of, courtroom sketch of is a strong yes. one. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I saw someone post one that was, like, trail cam footage of James Corden eating teeth. And it's one of the scariest things oh, I've dear, ever Oh, no, seen. I don't want to see that at all. No, thank you. <laughs> it's awful. Anyway. No. Um, it's just because you said pack a day of teeth. Um, yeah. Nikki, when she was a baby, like all of us, um, had all of her teeth fall out. Over the course of time to replace with larger adult teeth. Yes. Also, could you imagine if that happened like every 18 months? What a miserable existence that would be. I think I would prefer it. You want a fresh set all the time? I think it was sharks get them, crocs get them. Look at at those. The the mightiest mouths in the animal kingdom. I think, oh, hang on. Riley, are you on, and we'll return to the Nikki teeth thing. Are you on the veneer sidetrack now? What do you mean? Perfect teeth for perfect teeth forever. What's what? What do you? What's veneer? Is that a brand? No, veneers are some. You know, dentures obviously are when you're missing a bunch of teeth. Yeah, yeah. What you can get for veneers is you shave your teeth down into these horrifying no, spikes. No, stop. No, I'm done. No, 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 no. Have you no, heard of veneers? No, no, I think I have. Yes, you, you, you get fake teeth put on the top of like the roots of your real teeth. Horrible spiky shark disaster teeth. Yeah. Yeah, no, thank you. No, not for me, please. You know, look, people, it, you can do whatever you want with your body as long as it's not harming anyone else. But I will say that when people file down their teeth to points, it does harm me at least a little bit to look at it. It's, <laughs> it's very scary. It's very, very scary to look at well, when people have scary. sharp teeth it's like a lizard. It, 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 it doesn't scare me. I mean, it's a little creepy looking, I guess, but it makes me feel because I hit yeah, the top of me. 
I think it's more it's more like when someone spews and you start feeling like it's you know sympathy yeah. body horror but you know so, look, it makes people happy and that's fine they can do what they want with their teeth so there's a thing some people done some people done some people did and do mm. here in Ireland um, right what did you do with your teeth when they fell out well you'll remember Dennis that they somehow ended up in my Lego X-Wing oh yes that's true I don't know. I mean, I didn't put them there. The tooth fairy ended obviously had a very full bag. Couldn't get them out of the bedroom. So I was just like, I'll just put them here. I'll get them later. And then, then never did. Did I tell you about Nikki's baby teeth on that episode? You might have done, but I've forgotten. And so the listener probably has to. Go ahead. Nikki has a little silver box in her parents' house. Oh, yes. Full yeah. of her baby teeth. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's where her habit emerged. <laughs> that's helps her. Dis- couldn't, give her fin- that's- couldn't give her fingers out of the jar. That's disgusting, right? Yeah. It's it's uh, disgusting is the wrong word. It's not it's not disgusting. It's weird. It's it's deeply. Weird. I I feel disgusted by it. My gust is fully out of here. I have okay. lost all gust as a result. It's gross. I didn't it's mean grossed. to anti-gust you as well with my with my X-wing story. I just that was an don't accident. Gust, I don't, don't gust shit. No no no. That was accidental. The yeah. sort of ritualization. It feels like she's trying to summon a version of herself from another universe using them. Like it's not a good. Teeth, a teeth golem. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Trying a to like a polyjuice go- potion. <laughs> yeah. A teeth golem. Yeah. No, I'm not. In, I'm not into it, dude. It is awful. Uh, you remind. I guilty me. Now. I need to go to the dentist, and for one reason, because I haven't gone in a long time, like I mentioned. But mm. the other reason, it'll just mar- mine fresh podcast content when I come back, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's why I try to have. A, that's why I leave the apartment each week is just to find mm. a story to tell on the podcast. Seeing as we're that's talking about our partner's baby teeth story, I'll tell you something about Megan's teeth um, from when she was a kid that really perplexed me. Because obviously Megan was, you know, of great comfort to me when I was talking about the the, the filling and I, you know, the feeling of shame that I had and all that sort of stuff. And she's like, I don't know what you're worried about it. I had heaps of fillings when I was a kid. I'm like, do you have any now? She goes, no, no, no. But I had like six when I was when, when my baby teeth. And I was just like, why? Why? Why did That's your parents so pay to get your baby teeth filled? Like, where'd you get fillings in your baby teeth? They're going to fall That's out. A, that is re-wallpapering your rental apartment. What's the point of that, mate? You get, what, six years out of those things? I mean, you might need. She might have. They might have been essential. She might have needed them for you know day to day function for the next five years. Oh, mate! I mean, come on. You get a bit of corn, you get a cornflake stuck in a hole. It's fine. It's a snack for later. What are you doing? Le- like, what's what? Was she worried about the resale value? <laughs> well, she's worried. Tooth going to come in like, oh, this has got a big hole in it. Only twenty p for you, not fifty. What, what, she, worried she's about? worried. She was worried about the pristine collection of baby teeth she puts in a silver dish when they all fall out. I would imagine. Well, I mean, so if, Nick, I mean all, if Nicky, the, the other Megan that, you know, from the Netherworld. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if that were Nikki, you know, she's polishing them, um, getting them good. She, good she, she very, if you ever go to her house in Hoth Riley, she very proudly shows them off. And this is the woman you chose to marry. You didn't have to. I mean, at the beginning of the wedding, I remember the two of you, you asked, are you under any duress? Is there any reason that you've been coerced into this marriage? Both of you said no. Dennis, I watched you. I witnessed you say no. You did. You did. And I hadn't thought about the baby teeth at the time. I hadn't thought about the baby teeth at the time, but now this I think is the she relishes the in the fact that other, I think she relishes the fact that other people are like, you're insane. What is this? <laughs> well, I mean, she's enough, got two. She's got two choices to make there, right? She can either go, "Yes, you're right. It is disgusting. Put him in the bin," or she can fully double, triple, quadruple down on it and be like, "Yes, yes, I am foul." <laughs> like, Could you imagine if you uh, if you were home invaded by like a burglar? And you oh, know, like they go for the jewelry box, they rattle it around. They're like, "Yes, this will this will fetch me a fine price." I wasn't, defense. Uh, I wasn't even thinking that. That's horrifying. Imagine you go, you go, you go to the guy you sell your diamonds and stolen TVs to. And you're like, "Ha!" And he's like, "Whoa, dude! I am not getting mixed up in yeah. this." I yeah, am, exactly. Is this, I don't know who you stole these from, stuff? but I, I yeah, I'm not. You need to go and put them back. <laughs> 
No, I mean like you know when you're like you're at home and the burger comes in, you're like scrambling for like an iron poker or a book or whatever to throw, and oh, you just hook right. a fistful of baby <laughs> a, teeth, a teeth at him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know I how that person that. doesn't turn around and run away. I was I was thinking more of a fence situation because you know that you're just grabbing whatever you can, you take it to the yeah, fence, rattling around like it's jewelry, and then you get there and all of a sudden it's a. I want no it's part of, of this. It's some bad yeah. juju. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no thanks. I don't know, man. I'm, I don't really want to like. I can see why people put off going to the dentist because it's scary. Oh, you just talk about how unpleasant and, it was, yeah, and it is unpleasant. But like, I am one of those people. Like, I just just get it over with. So I will cool. just get it over with tomorrow, and I'll go and I'll go. And I kind of like it. I kind of like it. It feels like I'm doing good maintenance. It's like when you go to the gym and afterwards you're like, all right, I did a good thing. Oh yeah, I enjoy I enjoy that feeling that that burn. You know, the burn you get after you've you've exercised or run or worked out or something like that. But this is not like that. This is deeply unpleasant. Come home with your your face feeling like it's hanging off because it, half it, half it's been anesthetized, and then as the as the anesthesia finally wears off, it's just replaced by a dull ache. Like, well, I what I've always found weird is you know when you get the, the dental like hygienist clean. Oh, with, with the drink with something, the, like, yeah, and yeah, you're like, yeah, oh, yeah. there's gaps in my teeth that I forgot yeah. were there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's horrible. I've been working to close. I've been for oh, because I had my teeth cleaned for the first time in five years properly at a dentist. Your right? gums must be fleeing for the hills, yeah. So I go home and I, I you know, they it feels like my teeth are all at ten thousand kilometers away. I feel like you drive a bus between my teeth. The gaps are so big now. And oh, Man, Dennis, I, I've been I've been packing the plaque back in there, make sure that those holes are plugged up <laughs> nice and quick. You know. You grabbed a fistful of cement from the the uh, on your way out of the dentist. I took. Stuff. I said, did you, did you take home samples? Do you know one thing that Doctor Vernon did tell me? Right, because huh. he said that one of the issues that I'm having with my teeth, one of the reasons I've got decay and and the holes, is that I've actually overbrushed, which that I didn't realize sense. you could do. Oh yeah, right? it damages your gums especially. That's it. He said I've pushed the gums back further than they need to go because I'm brushing in a way that's actually bad. And he says, how do you get me a toothbrush? How do you use a toothbrush? And I that's embarrassing. That sort of Did you instantly forget everything you knew about toothbrushing once <laughs> he handed you that toothbrush? Because no, he handed it to me. I was like, I know that there's a trick here. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to. I was like, mm, how should I? I'm not going to try to impress yeah, him. Yeah, you know? yeah. I'm not going to try to guess. So I showed him. He's like, no, no, do it like this. And he picked up. And and this is advice from a dentist, right? So I've started doing it. I don't know if it's working or not, but I'm doing it now because he told me to. He said you shouldn't brush your teeth. You should polish them. And he, he picked yeah. up the toothbrush Small circles, with yeah. a finger and thumb. Well, that's crazy. Right? And he said, don't put any more pressure on that. The only pressure you need is the side of your cheek or your tongue pushing it against the... You don't need to use a, like a closed fist with that much force because that's going to rip away your gums. You just gently, um, as you say, small circles, holding the toothbrush between forefinger and thumb. And I've been doing it and my teeth still have that, you know, that nice slippery slidey feel when you've cleaned your teeth. Do you have a mechanical toothbrush or an analog toothbrush? I've got I've got a I've got fully digital, fully digital, digital Wi-Fi toothbrush. enabled. You can play Doom on it and everything. Um, um, that is because like sometimes when you if you if you have one of those electric toothbrushes and you turn it on and you like and you do push a little too hard, it feels like you're using a floor buffer in your mouth. To be fair, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your whole head starts to vibrate with it as well. Um, but no, I was told that by a different dentist to use it because I've got bad enamel. So I use Sensodyne as well. This podcast yeah. brought to you by Sensodyne, uh, which, which is a toothpaste for old people. Uh, because my yeah. nail is so terrible. Um, you ever used, um, yeah. now I brush you ever my used teeth that with two horrible fingers. pink toothpaste? What's it called? The toothpaste you have to use if you ever have any, like, because I had to use it after I got a, a filling once. And it's like, because this will, like, stop you getting, like, gingivitis or whatever if you have, like, an open wound in your mouth. Mm, um, no, no, and it's hard. It's like a disinfectant. Uh, cortisol. 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 No, or no, corsidol, no. maybe. It doesn't taste like toothpaste. It has, um... It has a what, what the box says a unique taste, and I can't describe. It's just like oh, wallpaper. Well, paste. that's not good. 
No, an acquired no. <laughs> toothpaste says, yeah. They don't say they don't say new and improved when they bring a new one. They say new and even uniquer. Yeah, new and more unique. You know, I would not recommend that. Um, you may be paranoid. So, now. Did, I woke up this morning. I brushed my teeth, and I came. To, I'm going to brush my teeth again after this. No, don't do that. Don't overbrush. Don't overbrush. Like twice brushed. a day. Um, to to close out tooth chat, we can do a little bit more hippy dippy mum Riley chat, right? Oh, did you have to put sage and uh, you know say I don't know? Well, a, you're joking. A prayer, a prayer to Freya in your mouth or whatever. You you are joking, Dennis. But we did use at one point a herbal toothpaste that did taste like I don't know parsley. It was a savoury <laughs> toothpaste. It tasted like Ooh. herbs. As in, you, it's as in, like, oh, Riley, <laughs> my lamb's a little under season. You go grab some toothpaste. Like, can, you grab some, uh, can I? T- uh, like again, Dennis, you're joking. But honestly, I think a nice bit of lamb rub. You can you can do a rub on a on yeah, a, big, a, dry like rub, on a yeah. flank of meat. Yeah, you do a dry like that. Honestly, if you just slathered that with a, a thing of toothpaste, rubbed it in, I honestly think it would have actually gone out really nicely. I think it would have been really nice. It was disgusting cleaning your teeth with it, but honestly, as a as or as a dipping sauce, you know, as a mm. as a bit of you know a, what I, something. This reminds me. You ever had mint sauce with lamb? Yeah. Conversely, that's horrible. I think it tastes like eating toothpaste. Nah, nah, it's lovely. Rosemary uh, is the best to have with lamb, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I but agree. Mint, I, I don't mind I, mint as well. I'm surprised to hear you, you, you. When you told me you had about your toothpaste, it was either going to be Sensodyne or you're going to have like Animaniacs bubblegum toothpaste. There was no in between. <laughs> there was no way you were just like rocking a Colgate. There was no way at all. No, no, no. Well, I mean, at least I've moved on from the. I don't know what it was called. Hippy dippy herbal toothpaste that Mum made us brush. You teeth look at it; it just—it's just a It's just a—it's it, in the herbs and spices section in the shop. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was. Well, it was in, in the health food section of the uh, of the supermarket, so it may as well have been. Right, I'm going to take a hard left here. I told you Go. right before I started recording about what I was going to do on my, on my topic for the podcast, and I changed my mind. <laughs> so the Patreon exclusive so, people will know so, 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 that so, I whoa, whoa, whoa. Back it up, Dennis. You did this last week. Yes, I know. So last week you said you were going to talk this week about things that haven't aged well, yep. right? In the exclusive patron-only part of this show, patreon.com slash history. once you've signed have up. Have a listen to this. Show. Have a listen to this. No, no I'm, just, I'm just giving them an order. half Hour History first, sign up there. Bonus content. And he's, merch, and change. Stuff, show notes, whatever Have a listen to this. Yeah, all right. And then okay, have a listen to that. And you'll get uncut episodes here as well. And Dennis talked about how he wanted to talk about the about cheating in board and card games, which we've already kind of done with, with Mason and his Catan shenanigans. Um. But that I'm one's kick, yet again. You're kicking that can down the road as well. All right. Well, what have yeah. you got for us this week then? I want to talk to you about difficult cooking. Okay. So I tried to make a di- <laughs> yeah. Okay. I tried to make a dish this past week mm-hmm. that almost cost me multiple fingers. <laughs> Not just one. Not just one. Well, I guess it almost cost me one finger several times, but it was a different finger each time. So I'm trying to think what manner of activity cooking related activity i imagine you weren't cooking up hard or high explosives which would have blown off multiple fingers i imagine it's a knife related injury that you were it risking. is a knife related injury correct uh, okay yeah all right what were you trying to do gut a puffer fish in the in the japanese style no i was trying to make corn ribs well dennis your first mistake is trying to make corn, corn don't ribs. have ribs corn, corn doesn't have ribs uh, do you know what corn ribs are i imagine pork with corn in no. St- no? What? Google no? corn okay. ribs. I think you're going to be okay. a fan of corn ribs. Well, I, I think I, you're going like to like them. I like corn and I like ribs-ish. Corn ribs. I think you're going to like this. Yeah. It auto-completes, I'm uh, sure. Okay. Yeah. So you make you. So it looks like strips that have been cut off. I, well, I don't like how they look. It looks almost like um, calamari. Fingers. 
Yeah. yeah. So you. It, so looks that like bananas. How funny, how close it looks like bananas yeah. crossed with calamari. Uh, so so basically, you pick it up. Corn. You eat the corn, and then you're left with this tiny little corn bone. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Rather than having to gnaw around the whole log like an animal. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I, the thinking so, man's corn. See, I like corn. I like the taste. Love, love the taste of corn. Delicious, right? Juicy, mm, succulent. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There is a certain subset of food that I can't eat because nothing to do with flavor, nothing to do with taste. It's just I cannot stand getting stuff stuck between my teeth. And corn is one Corn's of the worst offenders. Yeah, Popped or no, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Popped is especially bad because you get a shard stuck in there and you're like, this is my life now. I have to, I just have just to cut it. apples up so I don't have to bite through the skin with both sets of teeth, I can you like really are weird about your mouth, I, man. I What's going really on? <laughs> don't like stuff. Look, I'm very proud of my mouth, Dennis. I don't like to. I you made like that clear. Yeah. Anyway, so I've, you're making corn ribs, and and what? So there were a couple the, of Dennis finger ribs in there as well, were there? Very close. So to make corn ribs, first of all, for, we got an air fryer recently, and I was like, oh, the corn ribs are like a really popular thing to make in an air fryer. You put, yeah. you like put a little bit of oil and like a bunch of like paprika and cayenne pepper and stuff, and you rub it on the corn, sounds, you fry it in the air fryer. Very good. Doesn't very good. And you make you make like a spicy little mayonnaise dip or whatever. It's very tasty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the first step is to stand the corn up vertically and then cut it in half, yeah. bisect it. Okay, yes, as you would like a carrot if you're making carrot sticks, yep. Yeah, do you have any idea how difficult that is with corn? Because I didn't. What do you mean? I took just, our about, sh- just chop, off, chop off the end of it so you can sit, send it up straight. It doesn't matter. Dude, I literally, I got our, I got, we have like, we have one what of those like nice blocks. What do you mean it doesn't blocks. matter? What were you cutting it at a 45 degree angle and expecting? No, no, I was cutting it directly, for, I was cutting it directly vertically. And it wouldn't stand up? No, it would stand up. Standing up wasn't the issue. Okay. The issue, the issue is that the core of a corn cob is rock damn solid. Oh, yeah. You got, you got that diamond corn. <laughs> literally, I went and got the biggest knife we have from the knife block. I sharpened oh, well, it. Well, say you need a buzzsaw. You need a circular saw, mate. Genuinely, I would have loved an electric, like, turkey cutting knife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sure. I went, dunk, and, like, no matter how hard I put, it was literally like I put it against the wall of the house. There was zero give. You, know it you, was need? Un- you, need fr- you need a fruit ninja, mate. Chuck it up in the air. One slice, Dunk. done. Let me tell you, it would snap the knife. This, like, several times, I was like, this knife is going to break. <laughs> so I went into Nikki. I was like, I don't know how, to, how, am, I, how am I supposed to do this? She's like, oh, well, you don't, she's yeah, like, don't you hear about that in the podcast, Dennis. <laughs> oh, God, she was like, have you microwaved the corn? And I was like, what? And she was like, you're supposed to microwave the corn to soften it. And I was like, the uh, recipe I looked up didn't say that. And I yeah. did. And it helped. Mm. But not much. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't have liquefied the into like it wouldn't have turned into rubber. It gave it some give, and it was weird. Sometimes you'd like hit a grain. You know when you're cutting with paper with scissors and the scissors start to glide. Yes, yeah. Sometimes you'd hit that because obviously you'd like hit the mm. grain of the cob, whatever, and go. Oh, that'd be good. You'd feel it come through, like comes apart, like a yeah. That's good. I'd like. I was squeezing. I was pushing on this corn. There was a little bit of corn juice and water on the thing, so it was slipping yeah. around. And several times I was like, Nikki's going to drive me to the emergency room. And then I was on the last one and I was struggling so hard. Nikki was like, dude, you have enough corn ribs. Just stop. I was like, no, I have to finish this. I cannot I let this corn defeat me. Yeah. So I made the corn ribs. They were delicious. Yeah. I'm trying to think of, is there ever a time you've had in your life where you've badly burned something, either yourself or a dish, or... Mm. Uh, I'm trying to think. One time we put a bowl. <laughs> I, just, I, just remember, I forgot that I did this, dude. Oh, dude, I forgot that you just you've unlocked a memory of mine from when Ooh. I was I must have been fifteen, or sixteen or something. Yeah, exactly. It's like you know the the screen goes in those like weird wavy things and the harp music starts playing. Yeah. 
So I don't know what what was I cooking. I can't remember what I was cooking. I didn't often cook as a kid. Like I I, was, I would have been a teenager. Oh, I can't. I honestly can't remember what I was cooking. But I was slicing something up, right? And I, obviously, you know, you're supposed to do that thing where you like tuck your nails above the thing. So when you're using a knife, if yeah, you, you slice along hitting, your like knuckles and stuff, you yeah. you know, well, yeah, not your knuckles, but your nails or whatever. Yeah, right. So I wasn't doing that. I just had my fingers flat out, and I sliced off the top of my left middle finger, right, and. You, like right now, if I compare my two middle fingers, one is round on the top and the other is flat, just very slightly, right? Just, so you're, I'm, just I'm talking, missing, you're just missing a hunk of Riley. Just a, just a few millimeters, right? Very, very small. You wouldn't notice it unless I pointed out, but I do have a flattened middle I'm gonna. Middle I want to inspect finger, this right? when we get to Germany and I want to have a good yeah, look you're... at your teeth like a binoculars. Yeah, yeah we'll, be, we'll, we'll, be, we'll be catching up in real life in a couple of weeks so you can have a full look at the we choppers. we a real life that. app. Yeah. Oh, Dennis, can you imagine? But then, right... I I mean, it was bleeding, obviously, and I cleaned it up and, you know, tried to stop the bleeding, that sort of stuff. But as part of that, I then touched the hot pan with my finger or with that my fingers. Miss- with your, your, and your lack of fingertip. And I burnt the tips of my fingers and cauterized the wound. <laughs> Wow, this is like some. Are you in like? Are you in like a really old point-and-click mystery adventure? We have to find these like obtuse solutions to problems. Like, oh, you cut your finger. Time to cauterize the wound on the stove. Yeah, exactly. No, that's honestly what happened. I cauterized the wound because I was like, oh, I need to get a band. I need to fix this stuff. And then I think. Man, I'm really struggling to remember, but now what I'm guessing I did was I think I was struggling to remember. It sounds like a deeply traumatic thing where you're like running around, blood flying. No, I think what I did was like, oh, my hands bleeding. Oh, I need to get okay. I I need to take the pan off the heat, right, to go and fix this. I can't deal with this. Yeah, and then I, I don't know, picked up the pan with my hand instead of by the handle or whatever, or something like that. But yeah, I remember cauterizing, and it's still there. I've still got the little scar on the on the on the tip of my finger. I'll show it to you. I remember one time we put a bowl in the microwave. Not, I think it was right after moving to this house. Um, mm. That had this like foil, like filigree on it. Oh, well, this you know is already I mean? a disaster. Yeah, yeah. Um, so like, it wasn't like it wasn't like I don't think it was like gold or anything like that, but just like I had like a little foil or silver or gold like filigree mm-hmm. of like a design on it, which here is oh, this is clearly some kind of foil mm. put in the microwave. Foil traditionally and made of metal. Yeah, turns out you're not really supposed to put that in the microwave. Or someone starts charging up a Kamehameha in your microwave as lightning yeah. starts shooting out of the damn thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. That, so that was a very scary moment. Have you ever had to use a fire extinguisher? I haven't. And it's the sort of thing that I look at and be like, ooh, that'd be fun. But then the only situations in the which cleanup. you get to do it would not be fun. Yeah, the prelude is bad. And I think the, the cleanup is bad too. So what you want to do is have a fire in someone else's home that isn't a real risk to anyone's health, safety, or property. Right, as you're a fire extinguisher, and then just go see ya. Yeah, it's exactly correct. Yeah. Or well, or or have an emergency. You have to after rush off to. So use the fire extinguisher, and then while some our elements are still hot, cut the tip of your finger off, cauterize, it, and be like, I gotta go to the hospital. Sorry, and leave. Well, no, no, no. Don't cauterize it. Don't cauterize it because then you don't need to go to the hospital. Yeah. Did you ever seek medical treatment for your finger? No, I didn't need to. Honestly, it just... This is, Dennis, this is what people used to do in the old days. This is like frontier medicine. What are you doing? Yeah, but no, the problem solved itself. Do you know where else I've had my body cauterized? Here's Uh here's a question Uh for you, Dennis. Can you guess guess which orifice I've had cauterized? Which orifice? Is it your eye? Yes, I had my eyes cauterized, Dennis. I could see too well. No. (laughs) My my nose. 
My no- <laughs> It wasn't your anus? <laughs> no. So I used to get the most terrific blood noses, right? Oh, Nikki has really bad nosebleeds, yeah. Yes, yeah you call them blood nose? Blood noses. N- what are you- t- It's a nosebleed. I don't know. You get blood nose. I don't know. I don't know if that's an Australian thing or a Riley thing, but we definitely it's call not it blood a, nose. You know what? You know I know it's not an Australian thing? Go on. Riley, okay. what's the name of that- Furious um, typing. What's the name of that um, Hilltop Hood song you like? The blood nose section? <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Okay. Maybe it's just a Riley thing. I don't know. Anyway. This one goes out to those yes. in the blood nose section, right? Yes. No, it is the nosebleed section. Anyway. So, the no- the, the I had a blood nose, right? I was able to get- <laughs> Not like, even a bloody okay, or a bloodied it. nose. No, a blood, a blood nose. nose. Like it's okay, a sausage. Look. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> okay. I got a blood nose. Big red thing full of blood. No, what I was, My what I was out, sorry, sorry. What I figured out I was able to do <laughs> is just by basically picking my nose, just by scratching the inside. So you know, if you, know you know the little I don't know what it's called, but the little thing that separates your two nostrils, right? The thing where a bull would put a septum, its right? ring. Is it a septum? Whatever that is, if I used to just scratch on that very slightly, right? If I just pick my nose a little bit, I would it just start pissing blood, right? So it sounded and like you had one scab that never healed, and you would just repeatedly rip off. Apparently, it's just really, really weak and fine capillaries. I think the doctor said mm-hmm. that were really easy. And whenever it got too hot, I just start pissing so like, blood. So you're like a it, pro wrestler, like you know, nicking yourself in the ring for a bit of drama. Uh, well, what I used to do is use it to get out of stuff. Oh, Mr. Flanagan had a maths test for us today? I don't think so. I'm going to be spending it at the nurse's office because I've got a nosebleed that won't stop. Amazing. Yeah, right? Anyway, I, I did use it to get out of stuff at school and I'd use it to get out of sport that I, or activity that I didn't want to do. I'd use it to buy myself a couple Therapy, of extra days yeah. to study on a test, whatever it was, right? I could just get a nosebleed by just picking this up my nose. I don't know what made mum finally decide that enough was enough. I don't know if there were complaints from teachers being like, Riley is just bleeding every day. He just, he's, he's spending more time in the nurse's office with nursing. Cause I knew, I knew how to make sure that it wouldn't dry up either. Right. So I'd have it for as long as I needed to. Well, I mean, eventually, eventually you're, getting, you're, getting, you're, you're like, I'm bleeding for three days. I'm getting faint. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I was stuck in the nurse's office three days just because just, I knew well, Mr. Flanagan would insist that nurse gives you ready and gives you a, I love how I'm mocking your like, you know, your your medical thing of like cauterizing your own finger, whereas my nurse in school would have given me, as we've established, a fistful of chalk and told me to go on my way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, eventually, mum booked me into a um, a nose doctor, I guess. I think he did ENT, ears as well. An ear, nose, and throat specialist, yeah. Yeah, so what's going on there? They're all, the, they're all connected. They're all the same well, system. Well, I mean, why, okay, so why aren't, why aren't dentists also doing assholes? They're all connected. <laughs> I mean, didn't aren't they doing one tomorrow? <laughs> All right, mate. Okay, well, that was actually that was pretty good. Anyway, <laughs> so I went to this guy, right, and he burnt the inside of my nostrils with acid. Just stop it. So you got nerfed. I got, I got, I got my special ability, my yeah, which you know, <laughs> which had a cool down. Um, and I still got the little like the the skin on the inside of us, so I can still feel it. If I pick my nose, I can still feel like the the rough scarred pitted skin on the inside of my nose where it was cauterized i I, I never get blood noses anymore so there was two angles here one Mm. of which was cauterize inside of your nose the Mm. other was cauterize and remove all of your other nine fingertips so you can't effectively pick your nose anymore and i think they went for the more logical choice of the two oh i would have i'll stick a pencil up there mate i'd find a way to do it anything to get out of a math test um but no no to this day like even now when i pick my nose i i I never get blood noses I, i can't remember the last time i had one because I was, um, yeah, had my my superpower taken away from me. It was a I useful can't thing to have. You man. call them blood noses. 
I need to know if this is an Australian thing, a Riley thing, a Victorian thing. It a can't Melbourne be because thing. of Hilltop Hoods. You told me yeah, the nose reception was Adelaide, the mate. They're, they're, they're half English, essentially. They're from South Australia. Like, I don't you trust You told them. me the nosebleed section, which is a good song, was the unofficial right, national anthem of your country. I definitely didn't say that. You did. I didn't. I, I would have said that about Waltzing Matilda. I wouldn't have said that about the nosebleed section. Well, I think you're saying it in jest. Okay, sure. Yes. Well, in jest, I might have said that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Dennis, remember when? Listen, mate. When I'm running for prime minister, and they come back this, or there's already the the proud mouth scandal. They're also going to be, and he wants to change our national anthem. Those actually, that would probably garner me a lot of support. That would probably yeah, garner me a okay. lot of support. Yeah, I'll stand by. That's a policy platform of mine. Riley, in the worst segue I've ever seen, something something just came up on my my feed here that I wanted to mention to you that Ruben, we both Ruben Bressler posted. Oh, Ruben Bressler. Um, yep, yep. Um, Airbnb. Mm-hmm. When have you ever been served breakfast in an Airbnb? Yeah, they don't fly either. <laughs> they got they got the bed part down. That, uh, usually, that, yeah, that, that's usually done really, really well. The bed part. That great. second B is a pure scam. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, yeah. Most of the and time, I, I get a chore list when I'm attending B. It's like indentured servitude. And the closest I'm getting, the closest I'm getting to, to air is when it's a couple of flights up. You know, when it's apartment on the top floor. Are we staying in an Airbnb or staying in a hotel? No, in, um, no, no. We're staying in a in a guest house. We're staying in I, a traditional Bavarian guest house in Garmisch Partenkirchen. Tradition. Okay, I need you to teach me how to say this word because I've not been able to say Garmisch. <laughs> Garbage party kitchen. Yeah, Partenkirchen. Yeah, I just yeah. keep. It's not that I don't know how to pronounce. I just keep forgetting it. Yeah. Well, it's a, it's too, so it's it's a, so there's a tent for those. A uh, compound. Is, we're getting yeah. it. We're getting. We're really just jerking each other off here. Dennis and I are meeting in an, in a town in the in the Alps in Bavaria, which is the southern part of Germany, called Garmisch Partenkirchen, and it's because Ryan it and I are going to towns. a ski resort that looks like it's from the Sand of Music. <laughs> yes, it it really does. Um, it's two it's two towns, Garmisch and then Partenkirchen, and eventually they got so big that they combined. And yes, we're staying in Partenkirchen for what it's worth, Dennis. What? Yeah, You'd rather stay in Garmisch? No, no. Well, Garmisch is considered the more fashionable section, while Partenkirchen's cobblestone streets retain a traditional Bavarian feel. Yes, so it's up to Partenkirchen you. is way nicer. It, it, it's really? got a real old. It's got like an old. It's got an old, very pastoral type feel. Um, oh, this looks like, like the, this looks like it's in West Ireland, to be honest. These streets, yeah. Yeah, it's really, really, really nice. Anyway, there'll be lots of Garmisch Partenkirchen chat in the show um, when we when some we of it live there. from Garmisch Partenkirchen. We'll be doing we'll be doing Dennis and Riley live unplugged. Well, no, no, still plugged. Very much More, plugged. Yeah, equally plugged, yeah. yeah. I think we probably want to... Do you want to do it on the side of a hill? That's probably a good place to record a podcast. Are we do it outside? Windy. We actually could do it outside. We could. I've got those little mics that we could take with us. You want, you want to do it on a walk? Do you want to do it walk on the top of Mount Wank? Oh, a special app from the top of Mount Wank. I'm not we opposed could, to that. Dennis, we could record an episode of... On the Wank Barn. This at, uh, either on the Wank Barn or in the Wank House. Oh, the wank has a straw. <laughs> there is. There, so, for those of you who don't know, there is, which is, I imagine, most of you, there is a mountain next to Garmisch Partenkirchen v- called. Pa- Mount, isn't it called Vank, right? Vank, yeah, Mount, Mount Vank. And you can go up to the Vank House. You can take the Vank Barn up to the Vank House. But in English, it just looks like Wank House. And uh, it doesn't look like it is. <laughs> it just is. No, it looks like it just is. Anyway, well, that'll wank be a fun and exciting piece of content. Right? A, Dennis, a, Dennis and Riley live from the Wank House. They do. This is, it looks like they serve food at the Wank House. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Dennis, you have a great time. You guaranteed great time at the Wank House, I'll tell you what. Very, very I satisfying am. place to visit. Excited. I'll have my hiking boots on. We'll be good to go. Yeah, I'm looking forward to a lot. Anyway, um, so next week, 
Dennis chats about things that haven't aged well. The week after that, Dennis chats about the time that Nikki's dad cheated in a board game, I think. I'm not 100% well, we'll sure exactly we, we what might, we, might, we might start some things back on the pile. Who knows? We might, we might add some fuel and see, see what but, comes but out. But the, the other thing is you promised us four weeks of American adventures. We got two. Yeah, they're in there. They're coming. <laughs> that, that paid it out. You've got a lot. See, I'm, I'm scrabbling. Every week I'm scraping the bottom of the barrel trying to find something interesting I did or that I've thought of or remembered, right? Well, what I find what I find is really helpful, Riley, is commit to something and then midway through the podcast, something else will come to you that's better. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Build it's the like, airplane, like on, the, you, you, build, build the airplane like a, on the way down. Yeah, it's like when you, uh, it's like when you have a good idea only when you're like not thinking of something in the shower or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I'll bear that in mind for next time, but... Until I don't then. have a good di- I don't well I don't have a good discount <laughs> for the podcast really we I'll usually bet I'm next time, but until then I'll think of something I guess yeah yeah great I- <laughs> thanks for listening to this week's episode of have a listen to this we do hope you've enjoyed the episode and hey if you haven't doesn't matter the, the download numbers show up all the same so Whatever, suckers. But if you did enjoy this show, please tell your friends about it. And uh, look, tell people that aren't your friends. Tell acquaintances and even your enemies, again, that downloads show up all the same. Uh, and if you want to support the show, if you really like the show this much, you can uh, support us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash have a listen to this. You get access to uh, behind-the-scenes stuff, early, early access to episodes, all sorts of things. Uh, we are definitely in this for the money, not for the love of the game or anything like that. So head over to Patreon and uh, help us get them rookie numbers up. 